All right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock, time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry hanging out in Portland, that is me, and Jim's in the studio. Jim, happy Sunday, how you doing? That is me, I'm, um, I've actually had a happy, happy Sunday. It's, it's, ama- it's amazing what it takes to be happy, but my, my mom is uh, recovering from a, a little bout in the hospital, and the family's happy again. Good, good. Yeah, it's good yeah. to hear. Um, I'm very sore. I did a lot of yard work today. Got the got the chips laid out to try to kill the weeds, kind of rechip the backyard. It's a it's a fun one though. I think there's there's different types of yard work for sure. Like there's stuff that's a lot more tedious and not fun. That is a good one because I can just pop on a podcast, get the shovel out, and just go to work. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> anything anything that I can do in the yard that I can listen to a podcast and not have to worry about like safety uh, is is fun work to me. So what you're telling me now is had I run out to Radio Shack when you were 15, 16, 17 years old, <laughs> had I run out to Radio Shack, found the most fanciest headphones in, in the world, you I could have got you doing yard work at home? I uh, Yeah, I think I would have been more apt to it. You used to dig potatoes... I, I, and and there was like a few little things that you like to do as a little guy, and one of them was to help me dig up the potatoes. And then you actually you like driving the tractor and splitting wood. I got to give you credit. Yeah. yeah, but both of those I don't think I'd listen to a podcast with because there's a safety element to both of those. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a very specific specific group of things. Um, but yeah, it's it's it was fun. My shoulders are very very sore, so I'm gonna be. I started feeling it. It's funny. I didn't feel it when I woke up this morning uh, from yesterday's work. I started feeling it uh, halfway through the shift of work today when I really started feeling it. <laughs> well, that means you're going to um, feel, feel it tomorrow, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, welcome, everybody, to the Sports Phone. Uh, looking forward to another, spending another uh, – hold on one second here. Sorry about that. Uh, welcome to the sports phone, everybody. Sorry, I lost my lost my spot in in my notes. Um, but welcome everybody to the sports phone. So if you're new to the show and you're a little confused about what's going on after Jim and I uh, kind of talked there for a second, um, this is an open forum sports talk show. So Jim and I are both fans of sports. Uh, we've participated, we've coached, we've been fans. Um, we just like sports. We spend a lot of our day to day lives talking about sports with each other. This one hour a week on Sundays, we like to open up the phone lines uh, to the listening uh, community on KZYX and give you the opportunity to talk about sports with us. It can be anything in the sports world. It can be professional, college, high school, rec league stuff. Anything you want to talk about as long as it is going on in the world of sports, we want to hear about it. It could be questions, comments, controversies, anything you want to talk about as long as it is sports related, you can give us a call at 707-895-2448 if you've got anything you want to uh, bring up that going on in the world of sports. Um, one thing, uh, I'm going to steal this shout-out from Jim, but I'm sure he can expand on it, or Jim, you can expand on it if you'd like. If you have any local high school sports updates or like local, st- local sports stories um, that you think we might not be aware of, please give us a call and talk about it. If it's just a result of a game from over the weekend or just anything else local. We love hearing about those things. Um, we do our best to keep an eye on those types of topics, but there's always going to be ones that slip through the tracks. Paul McCarthy, can you hear us, Paul? <laughs> can you hear us up there or down there, wherever you are? If you can hear us, call in and tell us about some local game. I, I miss yeah. that. 
We lost. Uh, yeah, it's it's right around this time every year, Jim. I think we realize how much we miss Paul because he was our like he was our ear to the ground for local sports in, in a way that's just it's really really hard to keep track of. But if you've got any, anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, you can give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. But before we get to the phone lines, uh, we're keeping this. I, I know that the phones are ringing. It sounds like, but Jim. We're sticking to this. We're making this a consistent segment. We have our sports trivia uh, for the week. Um, so we're we're going to continue our trend. We have a trivia question we're going to introduce at the beginning of the show. If we don't get any answers, we'll reintroduce it again partway through the show or if we get wrong answers. If you know the answer, give us a call uh, and, and let us know what the answer to the question is. It's going to be a little bit different this week. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. Uh, we also have some sound effects ready if you got the question right or wrong, if you try to answer. Um, but with that, I'm going to hand it over to Jim. And like I said to our listeners, the question's going to be a little bit different this week. But Jim, why don't you go ahead and take it? What's our question for the week? All right. I'm going to give you a list of active NBA players. Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Udonis Haslam, Jeff Green, Avery Lee Bradley, Goran Dragic, Robin Lopez, and Danny Green. Those are active NBA players. I'm going to start this very vague and give you some more clues every 10-15 minutes. What do they all have in common? Jerry, let's take a call. Yep. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, I wanted to get my call in at the beginning of the show. This is the birthday man. I'm always calling in about somebody or other. Yeah. But I wanted to hear the whole show. That sounds like a pretty interesting trivia question. I have a guess on that. Wow. Yeah. Go for um, it. Um, they all have, wear the same number? Jim? On this jersey? Cool. Jim, are you ready? A guess. So well, that's our new sound the effect. First thing, oh, that's the first not correct. <laughs> I missed guess. the show last week. I was out of town. I had to take care of some stuff. There was a big, big star basketball whose birthday was last week. Jim, you know him. He was 83 years old last I, Sunday. I know him. Did I play with him? Well, I don't know if you... I doubt it, but you know who he is for Jeez. sure. Probably Jerry, too. Was it Kareem's, Kareem's birthday? Nope. You're huh. close. Jerry, you want to have a guess? Pull up this day and see whose birthday he's, it is. Go well, ahead, Jerry. Last week, no, August twenty-first. Last week, call, you said he's you said he's eighty-three, and it's August twenty-first, Jerry. I, I heard it. Uh. yep. And caller, you said he's eighty-three years old. He's eighty-three. He was a big star. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a call if you got to answer to any of these questions. I eighty-three. <laughs> so. If he was, let's see, so 40, no, 30 years ago, no, sorry, 50 years ago, he would have been 33. So that goes back to the, to like 1970s. Yeah. So, oh, Jim, was, start rattling. I, I think he played until about the late 70s. Pro okay. basketball player? Yeah. Yep. Um, that's caller. I'm going to be honest. That's in that. It's in that area where like I don't start knowing players with with certainty until you get I, like late '80s, early '90s. I, I, I can't figured think that, but I know Jim knows him, and John, Kareem was a good guess because Kareem played against him. John Havlicek. 
Big star. Dr. J's birthday? No. He's not that old. (laughs) Hmm. He was born in 1939. Jerry, I'm got, I'm counting for Google for that one, Jerry. Come on. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see what I I'll see what I can do. All right, he'll look. Um, we'll figure that one out. Let's leave that one on the table. Uh, all right. His I'm birthday was eight eight twenty one. When eight twenty one? What year? Nineteen thirty nine. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I, like I said, this is it's kind of this like for me. How I about, can't how, just rattle like if you. Jim, if, if you ask me to rattle off, like... How about Larry Bird? Players, Larry Bird! That, no, that's way too... Mm-hmm. That's no, way he's too not big easy. enough. Yeah. Oh, he's not big enough? Oh. Nope. All right, 707-895-2448. Who was born NBA superstar 821-1939? And we gave a list of players. What do they have all in common? We'll get back to that one. Thanks for the call. You got anything else? No, man. I just want to hear the show. You guys are always sounding good. Thank you. Oh, I love it. I love it. 707-895-2448. That one's tough. Like I said, Jim, if, if you asked me to rattle off like famous players from the 90s, I could do it. Yeah. Even famous players from the 80s, I think I could do it. But from the se- the 70s, like the 60s and 70s is where it gets hazy for me, and I can't really like separate them. That, that, was, it, that, that Larry Bird guess was ridiculous. I, I, yeah. I, got, I got sucked into my te- – I got a text – Someone guessed Larry Bird, and I just read it like it was my guess. <laughs> like, like even Robert, like because another name that came to mind was Robert Parrish, but he was born in 1953. So even that's way too he's that's way too too young. Hmm. So I just I just don't have like a reference point other than he played against Kareem. But even that's like not quite enough. But I'll, I'll keep looking into it. Um, and then for our question, well, we won't go off the names again. But the, the the caller did attempt an answer, which I thought was a good answer. Of they all share the same number. Uh, but that huh. that is in that is incorrect. That's not even close either. It's a good guess, though. Yeah, yeah. Right off the top of the bat, that that would be. Well, we asked what they had in common. Um, let Let's do uh, this day in sports before we uh, give another clue. I love this one. Nineteen eighty four. Let's get the date here. August twenty eighth, eighteen eighty four. Did I say eighteen eighty four? Mickey Walsh, and I want to know, um, get, give me uh, this one real quick, Jerry, if this has ever been broken. Major League Baseball record set in 1884 struck out the first nine batters in the game. Mm-hmm. Has it ever been done again, and, or does someone break that? I never heard of anyone, I never heard of anyone striking out three innings worth of batters to start a game. So... Their record was there. Uh, let's see here. Um, there are pitchers that have done ten consecutive strikeouts, but I don't see a clarification of if they were ten consecutive to start the game or not. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I do see plenty of ten consecutive strikeouts. Ten consecutive. Yeah, this is the first ten of the game. That's right. on August twenty eighth, eighteen eighty four. And I, this is an interesting one. And, and I thought maybe you could come up with some stats and see if this is still if this is still a thing. In two thousand and four. Oh, I should know. I think it's Athens. I'm not sure. It's an Olympic um, Olympic record for China in two thousand and four. 
Six of eight gold medals of all diving events went to China. Now, I want to know if that's always a thing. And it said because of their diving expertise, six of eight. Do they win diving all the time? I, I'd i have to look. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that China has, like, a specialty that, that they're good at. Like, China's always up there just in terms of gold, the, the gold medal counts. It's usually United States and then China are up in the... In the Summer usually. Olympics? In all yeah, in the Summer Olympics. Yeah. In the Summer Olympics. Um, but So it wouldn't surprise me if, if China had something like that um but I, I don't i don't know for certain it looks like in in 2008 uh it looks like they had 11 11 total medals in diving seven of them were gold so seven of them were for china yeah seven gold medals uh and the second closest was one so yes in 2008 it was just as dominant wow and 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 how many, how many, did you say how many diving events there were? Uh, there were, let's see, four, eight. Looks like there were eight events. So yeah. they won seven golds out of eight in diving events across men's and women's. So that broke this record in 2004. They won six of eight. Yeah. Huh. You imagine being, you imagine being the one Chinese d diver that gets second place in, on, on that eighth one in 2008? Yeah, finished, uh, finished second to Matthew Mitchum from Australia huh. in the 10-meter platform. All right. Give me some direction here. Where are we going to go with the sports Oh, team? are we done? Are we done? I, I wasn't sure if we were done. That's all I got for this day. There were a lot, a lot of um, other very basic, basic ones. Those are the two that stuck out to me. Gotcha, gotcha. One okay, in 1884 uh, and one in 2004. Yeah, for sure. I got a call. All Hold right, on, well, Jared. Let's take a call ahead. first. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I can tell you a famous basketball player who was born on August 21st. But Aug he's not 83. Huh. I'm going to tell you who it is. Yeah. Well, Chamberlain. So he was born on August 21st, but not 1939. Nope. nope. Interesting. He was born in 36, 30, uh, 36, I think. Yeah, 1936. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's a great stat. So there's two, and you can't think of the other one either. We we can't think of this other one. Me? I don't I don't know any other ones. <laughs> but I'll, I'll ask you some other questions. You want some other questions? We're ready. <laughs> what three sports... Can only be played right-handed. Oh boy! And you can have some time to think about it, and I'll um, tell you the answers later. All right, all right, yeah. G give us but, a call back if we don't figure that one out. All right. In the meantime, there's a new. Um, speaking of Tim Thorpe, as we have the last couple weeks, there's a new biography of Tim Thorpe that. I, for one, am interested in reading. Um, it's called Lit by Lightning, and it is way more expansive than what I had to say about him the last couple times. Hmm. He, his life was a very interesting life, not just because of the sports, but for sports phone listeners, he had a lot to do with sports in this world. That's for and 
One thing that I didn't mention because I have some pretty strong feelings about Indian boarding schools, and I didn't want to get um, sidetracked, but the football coach at the Carlisle Indian School, which is where Jim Thorpe was sent, was, oh, this would be a great trivia question, but I'll tell you the answer. It was Pop Warner. And his, um, people might be interested in learning a little more about Pop Warner than they already know. And it might change some people's opinion of him. I, I could easily, I could easily see that just because of the era that 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 we're talking about. Like, I could easily see that there's a, another side to a famous name like that. I could easily see that. Yeah. I can easily, yeah. I can easily say that I didn't even know Pop Pop Warner was named after a person named Pop Warner. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like a nice, little, cool little name to name a football young football league. That's all I know him for. Is 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 right. uh, well, yeah. He, it's it's um, worth looking into his background and also his relationship with Jim Thorpe and the fact that he was involved with Indian boarding schools, which um, were not good places. All right, anyway, let's work on those questions, and I'll call you back later. Thank All you. Three things. I only played with the right hand. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, Cole. You're on the air. Good evening, guys. How we doing? Hi, Vince. Hey, Vince. You hey. got you got any answers? Hey, I, you got questions? I do. I do. But first, man, you gotta love it, man. You guys, your show has zero boulder dash, man. It is people coming with great stuff. I I love, man. That woman comes up with the greatest. I mean, Pop Warner coach Jim Thorpe. <laughs> I love it. That's that's fantastic. Um. Yes, Jim. Uh, did they all play for the Heat? Oh, I love the sound effect. <laughs> it's another good wow. guess. It's another, it's another good, good guess. guess. Chair, uh, so I, I think what we'll do here is when we're done with Vince, we will reintroduce the question, but we will give the second version of it. You don't want to do that with Vince on the line? No, no. Vince will have to call back for a second guess. Okay. I'll blurt. I'll blurt out an answer. I can't. Yeah, that's not fair. That's fair. If, if you figure it out after the next next clue, make sure you call back. What else? I certainly will. What right. else is Thank on you your mind? What else is on your mind? Anything? Oh, did we lose him? Huh? Vince hung up. Uh, that's the well, shortest. I think, I think. I think we might have worded that wrong for Vince and made him think he had to hang up there. No, I just meant oh. when we were done, we would re, we would reword the question. That was the shortest Vince call ever. Yeah, so Vince, our apologies if we thought we were booting you off the air there. That was just poor wording on my part. But just, now that we don't have him anymore, go ahead and let's re let's re let's reintroduce the question, Jim. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna list the names one more time. Yep. Yep. Uh, these are active NBA players: Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Udonis Haslam, Jeff Green, Avery Bradley, Gorgon Dragic, Rogan, Robin Lopez, and Danny Green. They all have something in common. That's the first clue. The second, these are the only. We're looking for a a person. The, these are only active NBA players. The ones I listed that have this re, that had had this retired player as a teammate. Was that clear enough, Chair? 
Yes, yes. So, Why don't you say so, it one more time? So basically, I don't have the names directly in front of me, but the, the eight players that Jim named there, what they share in common is they are the only active NBA players that were teammates of a specific retired player uh, that is no longer in the NBA. And they all were t- were uh, they're all active players now, and they all yeah, played and, with this retired player at one time in their yeah, career. Yeah, and to expand on this a little bit more, this is a list that has gotten smaller and smaller every year. So if you go back like five years, I it, the list I can't remember what it was at. I'd have to look, but it was like I think it was up over twenty when if you go back five years ago. Well, and, come on, and, come on, Jerry, oh, that's just a math thing. You you go right, back. No, I I know, but <laughs> but it's why this is interesting is because because of this how this player ended his career he has a much larger list that is sustained for a lot longer that's true more, more than most yeah. people yeah yeah 707 so, yeah. 895-2448 um it's a difficult question and um i think the next clue we gave is is going to help if anyone's got another guess give us a guess 707 895-2448 is all this talk, is it just our caller, Jared, that, that, that has schooled us about Jim Thorpe? Or, or, or did I remember right? Did, did they recently reinstate his gold medals? Is that why yes, his name yes, came up? That came up like two, three weeks ago. And that's why he's in the news right now all the time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that was a very recent thing that happened. Did you, um, know, did you know anything? Did you know Pop Warner was, was he even a football player? Yeah, I knew Pop Warner was a person and a football coach. I know that that wasn't just two words that they threw together to make Pop Warner football. <laughs> um, but I don't know anything about him. I just know he's a football coach. I do have, and I will admit to the, to, the, to, to the listening base, I looked this up. So I do have the answer to the question of what are the only three sports that you can play right-handed. I'm happy to not say anything right huh. now, though. But I do have the answer if anyone I'm, else would, would like to take a guess. Did you really Google that question? Yes. And there's article and there's there's several articles written about it. Does it make sense? Yes, it it, it all makes sense. Yes, I think you should let it roll, let it roll for a little bit. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got call from one of our favorite callers. Three sports you can only play right-handed. Take a guess. And this long-winded question that we got going. I'm not going to repeat it right now. Um, Chair, I think it's time. It's 724, and I think it's time to cover the Little League World Series. I've been waiting two weeks to do that. I know, and you had to squeeze in a lot. So here's how I want to start this, because there's a lot of things we can talk about with this. Um, And again, give us a call. If you don't want to talk about Little League and want to talk about something else, give us a call. Change the subject. Um, I want to start with, because I think this is one of my favorite stories about you, Jim. First, I want you to tell me, or not me, but the listening audience, what is your personal experience with the Little League World Series? Because you have you have been. I've got two different ones. You have beca- you have come as close as a player. I want to know your experience. I believe you've come as you've come as close to anyone that I know to getting to the Little League. World my twelve year old, my 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 twelve year old league, my third year in Little League. I played when I was ten, eleven, and twelve. Um, we had a good All Star team in the town of Jamestown, New York. Um, and I believe back then, I don't know what it is now. This would be an interesting question. I, I imagine it's changed depending on how many new charters there are. Charter is when you're, you're, you have a little league 
charter in your town. You have to follow their rules. You, you play your little league. Your little league is legit. And ours, we had a good team. And back then, I believe we had to win 10 games in the first to get to that last game that would take you to Williamsport. And we went to the... And every time you move on, you don't just move on and play Rochester, then move on and play Syracuse. This is me. You don't move on and play a team from Buffalo. You move to little tournaments. You move to this tournament, then to that tournament, then to the regional tournament, then to a... Uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and you play all these tournaments, and then if you win it, you move on. To, and play the winner of, of other tournaments in another tournament. And um, I believe we won the first weekend and the second weekend. We had won six or seven games. We kept going, we kept going, and had we won this last tournament, we would have gone to Williamsport. And I don't know if we got second or third, but it was that last tournament. We were there, right, right. there on the last day. And, and, and I guess to, to back up a step, because I think I, I went a little too quick there, um, for listeners that may not be aware, what how the Little League World Series works is the it's it's the culmination of the Little League season for nine to twelve year old baseball. Um, there are team ten teams from the United States that make the Little League World Series split into ten different regions, and then ten teams from the international pool, so to speak, and then they go to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and play in a roughly a two week tournament. To determine who the who the champion is, and it's it's I've talked about it as we kind of sped through the kind of the end of shows the last couple of weeks. Um, it's a really really well done event. It's with all the bad stuff that goes on in the sports world, all the you know stories like Deshaun Watson and all these other types of things. Um, it's a really feel good event. It's really well put on. They highlight the players and positivity and all these other things. It's a really cool event to watch. Um, so that's kind of the backdrop for this. How many kids uh, play Little League? Give me that number um, real quick, oh. Chair. Look that up in a second. I'll, I'll continue. Um, so that's as far as I, I, I came real close to getting it. And it's very clear to compete at that level, one, one thing you have to have is two good pitchers. A lot of teams have good hitters, but you need two good pitchers. All right, so then... There, as of 2001, and this is from Wikipedia, so you know, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, there are 2.6 million kids act that are chartered in Little League. Wow. And we saw uh, 18 of them. Over 180,000 teams. Wow. And we and we uh, saw the last two, last two teams, the last 18 players we watched play. Yeah. Some of the rules are great. Every kid has to play in every game. There's all kinds of great, great rules. So yeah. um, I, I think we got to leave them closer to this. It's always played in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And it was just, it was August of... Your seventh, eighth, ninth grade year, or something like yeah. that. We that were works. doing a family trip from Philadelphia to Buffalo, and to do that, anyone, anybody from the East Coast out there, you go north from Philadelphia until you hit Highway 80, and 80 is the road that goes from New York City to San Francisco. So we went west. We went up uh, straight up, probably the New Jersey Turnpike. Got on 80, went west, and then we we were cutting up to like Binghamton, New York, on Highway 15 that was a cutoff between um, between 80 going north-south up to Binghamton, New York on Highway 15. And just out of nowhere, I'm driving and I read and it says Williamsport, 15 miles. And I just yelled to you, hey, this is where the uh, Little League World Series are. 
And then we got closer. We got closer. It was more traffic, more traffic, more traffic. Finally, we realized we pulled into Williamsport. The Little League World Series was going on. We walked right in. We parked. People were parking cars in their backyard for 15 bucks. We, we parked. Par- no, no, hold on. Let's not. <laughs> we, we can't skip that part. We parked in someone's apple orchard. Peach, peach orchard. Peach orchard. You're right. It was a peach orchard. We got we got waved into someone's backyard and just parked in and paid them 15 bucks. And that was the thing I think I wanted to, to go on to next talking about this um, because I don't want to spend any time like analyzing the tournament or anything like that. No, no, I no. Won. Yeah, but. There are some events where there's always controversy, I think, around like when a certain city or country gets to host the World Cup. There's always this controversy of like, oh, they've got to, there's the labor issues and all this and that. And again, there's this, there's this negativity. From what I could tell, the city of Williamsport is all in on the Little League World Series. Like they support it. They love it. We were at a, at a bar and grill, like sports bar. They were talking about it in there. So just the vibe of the town, not just the tournament, was they were all in on the Little League World Series. <laughs> Let's take a call. You're on the air. Ah, back again. Here we go. Shaquille O'Neal is the retired player. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All those players, they all played for, they all played with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Do you know that, um, uh, what else you got, Vince? You got any little league stories? Uh, no, not really. I, I, my question is, Jerry, do they always play in in Williamsport? It's, it's there every year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and, and they've expanded the facility yeah. over time. Like they, they, I think like twenty, thirty years ago, they added a second stadium, and then fifteen years ago or so, they they brought the fences out more. Like they made, I think they took it from two hundred feet to like. 230 feet for the outfield fence. So yeah. it's, yes, but it's yeah. a very, very nice facility. Vince, it's, it is absolutely, it's amazing. They have the original field, and then they have, they have built, this is a major television event now. And, oh, yeah. And, and they've made a second field made for television. I, I was talking to a guy when I was there. So they can have two games going at once, they can be broadcasting both games. <laughs> From the vantage point of the cameras, it looks like the exact same field. It's really, really amazing. We walked oh, right wow. in. We walked right in, and all I remember is there was an international game going on, and we and 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 a obviously always an international and a USA game going. And we walked right in. Do you remember who was playing Saudi Arabia, Jer? I no, no, I don't remember any of that. Huh. No, but people were parking cars. <laughs> they made a lot of money that weekend. Well, so so on that, and you, 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 the last comment I heard before I got on was like talking about how it's labor intensive to host the World Cup, but Williamsport, like you know, is obviously just embracing the the, the Little League World Series. It's easier to do that if it's there every single year, and you know sure. what to expect. You can you can kind of project a little bit. But if you're like, oh hey, Atlanta, you get the Olympics in fifteen years or sixteen years, and you've got to do Oh my God! Okay, we got to build out this. We got to build out that. We got to clean up this area. We got to get ready for you know all these countries to come in. That's a totally different thing, you know. Like if, if you oh, know yeah. what you're getting into after year, it's a little bit more I uh, palatable. And, and it's a small town, not a major metropolis. That small town, every small business there loves the Little League World Series. There's no oh, yeah. way to go. 
For sure. It's it's definitely a different scale. I think that was the only that was like the only example I could come up with on the fly where it's like there's the negative side of it and the positive side of it kind of thing. But you're you're absolutely right. It's the scale is totally different. There's also some in, there's also some interesting stuff about Little League, Jared, that I think you know this, but but it, it goes all even though, you know, this is post nine eleven, you're going through you're going through um um, metal detectors and X-ray machines to get into the Little World, Little League World Series. But one of the, yeah. one of the, it's like you know at the airport. But one of the interesting things about it is, all the way back to the games in Fort Bragg, the games in Mendocino, the games in Point Arena, you cannot charge admission for Little League game. That goes all the way to the World Series, and it's real. And they're all volunteer umpires. No umpires yep. are getting paid. And that's fantastic. Oh yeah, and. And they pass a hat. That's what we used to do in Jamestown. It turns out there is a donation jug. We used to, one of the players would give a hat out and they'd pass it around the crowd and and people would put money in it. Sort of reminding me of the church I went to. <laughs> well, that, that's interesting. Have you, either one of you seen the, uh, the last two years where Major League Baseball has done the, uh, the uh, Field of Dreams game? Where it's yes. the, uh, you know it's from the movie, it's the, it's the field that's actually in Iowa, and it's like oh, yeah. it's almost little league size, but it's major league baseball. It's it's pretty interesting. Like I love how that's starting to garner, you know, giving the big leaguers like this neat little moment. And I do love how with little league World Series now they're they're playing a big league game in that area, and then the big leaguers come over and like, you know, inter, intermingle with the uh, the little league team, which is yeah. It's good to see the embracement of uh, professional baseball for an event like that. I always talk about this Little League, Jerry. I just realized, I was thinking, why does Little League come up all the time with me? Because I, I had a team that, that went really far. And the reason I realized what it is, is when you walk into my house in that thing we call the mudroom, um, there's a picture of that team. I've yeah. got a picture. And I always make everyone try to guess which, which player was me at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I look at that picture, I'm going out the door. I say, "That's a team we lost somewhere. I don't know where it was. I just know we won in Rochester. Then we moved on. And all the parents had to take time off work. They're traveling oh, with yeah. us every weekend during the week. It was just crazy. Big, 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 uh, small town event. Oh, huge commitment. Huge commitment. Definitely. Um, well, great. Thanks, guys. I. Uh, don't have much else this week. Kind of a slow sports week for me, but uh, I will listen in. If something catches my ear, I'll call back. All righty. Thanks, Vince. Let's, uh, we got one a question on the I, table. For, let's repeat that. Seeing Shaquille O'Neal was the player that all those players. That's got to be the hardest question I'll bet you will ever have on here. Yeah, especially the way. Because originally, Jim and I were going to say the question was going to be who were the eight players that, the active players that played with Shaq. But we decided to spin the question the other way. And made, we definitely made that more more complicated of a question. Before Jerry uh, guesses this, that he thinks he has a right answer, one of our favorite callers called in and said, there's three sports that can only be played right-handed. And we're still not sure what that is. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi. I'll let uh, Jerry tell you the answer to that question. But <laughs> I want to say that I, whatever... Uh, I'm amazed you could look that up on the internet. I do not rely on the internet. I read, I listen to people, I listen to the radio. So, um, 
whatever information I have, I didn't get it off the internet. It's, you know, callers, it's, it's really, it's crazy. I remember figuring this out in college where, like, passing classes in college nowadays is not retaining knowledge. It's how quickly can you find the answer on the internet to a certain degree. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's a skill nowadays. Well, it's... it's, it's, it's yeah. It's redefined. I, I, I get it that it is, and I get yeah. it that the uh, a deficit to not have that particular skill. But I'm getting along pretty well so far. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say it was not hard. Matter, it was not easy to find this question, to find this answer. I had to click around a little bit. Oh, good. I'm going to let well, I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, you. You're going to listen to the rest of the show, caller. Uh, I will. Stay with us, and uh, I'm going to wait to write. I want to see if someone else gets it. Okay. I, I, have, I have two other things, so hold on a sec. Go ahead. Yeah, go um, Jim Thorpe is currently in the news because he just was reinstated as the sole winner. Right, of right. The decathlon and the pentathlon. He got his medals back in the 80s. Okay. Okay. In the early '80s, but he 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 was disqualified shortly after, with more than six months, but within the same year as the Olympics in the '80s, which was in 1913. In the '80s, he got his medals back, uh -huh. and then just this year, they finally re, uh, reinstated him as the sole winner. Gosh, oh, I see. So there's that. What, yeah. else, what yeah. else you got? So, and then the other thing is, uh, I, I think that Bakazi um, would have taken care of this, but, and this is something that I only know from reading the Anderson Valley advertiser. I don't actually know this person, but Sarah Miller. I was surprised that um, that wasn't mentioned tonight. I was going to mention it in a little while. They, they okay. just. Okay. Darren Miller was one of I, I, I'm done. I'll, I'll listen to the show. Thank you for the call. Joe, that's a good good reminder. Um, I had it down in, my, in, in small print, but I just read that, um, first of all, Theron Miller was one of the top athletes in Mendocino High School history. Uh, uh, I played football, basketball, baseball in Mendo, and... Um, Went on to play D Division One football, headed to the uh, NFL, they, they thought. Um, some other players, Danny Dubiago from Mendocino, um, did make a D1 in football and then went on to play. And the reason I mentioned in Danny D Dubiago is because I had a big sports fan tell me that uh, Theron Miller might have been better than him, but he, he never got the breaks to make it. Anyway, Theron Miller passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, he, he's close to a lot of people in Mendocino. You and I know um, his ex-wife very, very well, his daughter, um, and they're going to have a big memorial for him in, at Crown Hall in October 9th, I believe. We'll, we'll, we'll probably announce that again. But he carried on... She's uh, Jer, wasn't he the coach of that team when you were in school that, that actually won NC... Is that the, no. the controversial team? Not for, not for, no, no, no. That was, that was Dubiago. Uh, it was after, yeah. no, before I, I Theron. It was before, yeah. Theron, right. I, he brought football back to Mendo when it uh, was, like, gone. Wait, there, was a, there was that weird era after I graduated from Mendo where football kind of went away and everyone assumed it 
wasn't coming back. Right. And then it then there was like kind of the attempt to bring it back that petered out and failed. And then when eight man football got more popular, Theron brought it back and it was around for a solid like five, six years. And Ther- Theron was coaching when they brought it to eight eight person football, right? Right, exactly. That that's what I was saying. Yeah. 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 Hold um, on. Hold on, we got a call here. You're on okay. the air. Yeah, this is a birthday guy again. <laughs> so, <laughs> mea culpa to my my senior friend. It was 1936. Um, you know, you know, Wilt was a big star with the Warriors when when the Warriors were still in Philadelphia before they moved out here to San Francisco, and he actually retired in the early 70s. Not the not as late as I thought, um, but. I say he was a big star because he scored 100 points in a game. Nobody else has ever done that. He scored 78 points in a game. Nobody else has ever done that. I think Elgin Baylor came up with 72 or something. But, you know, I mean, you can talk about Kobe and Magic and everybody and all they did, but you can't come up. Will Taddy year when he averaged 50 points a game. But, you know, he was a big star. That man did all kinds of stuff. He was a boxer. He was a wrestler. He went up and he he he, he fought against uh, Schwarzenegger in the movies. Mm. You know, Will Chamberlain was a big star. That's for sure. That's all. And his birthday was last week, and I just remembered him. And I knew you guys were basketball fans. He, he took sixty-three right. shots, big time. Yeah. In that in the game that he scored a hundred points, he took sixty three shots. Yeah, and just um, uh, lost that, that caller there, but um, I, I just wanted credit where credits due here. Kobe scored eighty. Eighty one. Eighty one. Thanks. Yeah, eighty one in oh boy, I don't remember what year, but it was yeah, it was. And there's not there, you know, oh boy, talk about a can of worms. This this could go. Oh on. yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm saying it anyway. There, there's all. There's a lot of experts to think when Kobe scored 81 and who Kobe scored 81 against, the style of play, three-point shot or not, much better than the 100 points that Will, Will made. I, I watched them both. I'm sticking with it. 2006 was the year he got it. Sorry, I had to... Did Kobe did it? Find that. Yeah, it did 81. in 2006. Yeah. Huh. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We're down to to fifteen minutes. Hello, hello. You're on the air. Hello, caller. Are you there? Caller, you on the air? Try again. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got fifteen minutes. Um, are all our questions Before answered? We, bo- no, I, I still have the answer to the what are the only sports? They, what are the only three sports you can play right-handed? I just haven't, I haven't I, said them yet. I think we uh, let's take another call first. We got to get that one out. Hello, you're on the air. It's uh, Tim from Moscow, Idaho. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. And, and I'm enjoying this evening's um, sports phone because of uh, Little League. All right. Um, and and the comment that that uh, that. Major League Baseball is embracing Little League. Well, well, they should because so many big leaguers once started out as Little Leaguers. Yeah. And my other, my other comment, uh, I think it was last week, uh, a guy called in with birthdays, and, and he mentioned Mark Fidrich, and I think the collective response from you guys was, who? 
And and it's Mark the Bird Fidrich, who burned like nobody's business in 1976. He was a rookie that year. Um, He was the rookie of the year. That was his one and only big season. He blew out his arm uh, the next year. Anyway, he was quite a guy. Um, He was just all over the news in 1976. He made my world a little bit brighter back in 1976. Hmm. um, But he retired. He went back to Massachusetts, became a contractor driving a dump truck and hauling gravel and um, unfortunately died underneath that dump truck in an accident. So there it is, Mark the Bird Fidrich. Look him up. He was a great guy. Huh. And there you and there you go. Thanks, Tim. There uh, you to, got to anything else? Something? No, that's that's all I got tonight. Alrighty. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Um I, I got a stat for you, Jerry. If you come up with the answer to this, I'm gonna start start bowing down to to Google. What percent of current There's... major league baseball players I already have the answer. Oh come on. <laughs> it wasn't hard. Let me at least get the question out. I want to know the perc- I want to know the percent of major league baseball players that played little league. Okay, so I don't have that. I, <laughs> that that's going to be tough to find. I do have. There are sixty four players that made it to the little league World Series that so made it to Williamsport that oh, wow. made it to the majors. If if you expand that to how many little leaguers. Played in major, have made it to the majors. That's a whole different question. So I did guess what the question was going to be, and I got it wrong. But there are 64 players that made it to Williamsport that also made it to the majors. That's a so yeah. That's a that's a strange answer, a strange question. Hmm. What do you yeah, think? It's, I, I I'm gonna. I don't know how hard it would to find the percent. Of all Major League Baseball players, say right now, what is our guess of the pers- of how many players in Major League Baseball at one point in their life played Little League? I'll bet you it's over 90%. That, that's what I was, I was going to ask. Is 100% too crazy of a, of a guess? <laughs> 100% of Major League Baseball players at one point, when the, until they were 12, played Little League? I, I don't know. Like that's what I mean. Like, I, how far off would I be if if the guess was a hundred percent? I'm guessing ninety. And, and yeah, you, I, I think it's got to be pretty high. Yeah, it, it makes yeah. sense. If for no other reason than most kids played little league growing up, like you, you at least most kids played one year and then were like, "Oh, this isn't for me," and then stopped. It, it's true. It was just it's a true. thing. And it's it's uh, the most participated in league in the world. It's uh, yeah. it's it's just it's over today. Oh yeah, well, how about I, we haven't mentioned? You want to mention a little bit? Before, I mean, we're running out of time here. We've we've got one question that you have to answer, but let's stick with the Little League World Series here for a second. Um, the final. Are we, we going to talk about our one our one beef with the Little League World Series? Well, it's 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 not named right. And it's it's amazing that you and I of everything we argue about and everything we disagree on that we agree on this one. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a scam for the United States, but we started I little. League. Abs- I don't think it's a little bit. I think it's a it is a scam. We started little league. I don't know if we have more. I'm, I'm sure we have more charters, more little league leagues um, than any other country. I'm sure of that. Uh, well, I'm guessing that. Um, 
but I wonder if anyone else out there even has noticed. It took me a while to notice it as I was growing up when I was 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. Finally got into high school and I said, how come the USA is always in the Little League World Series? I mean, there's, there's a lot of countries out there. How come we're always in, well, in the? Sorry, Jim, I just want to jump in for a second. Always in the finals. Oh, that's what I mean. Well, how come we're always in the finals? And there's there's always like this year there was there was ten teams in the in in, in Williamsport. We we give ourselves number one half the teams in Williamsport come from the United States and they play their own tournament. The rest of the world comes to Williamsport. Ten teams from the rest of the world. The winner of that plays the winner of the United States in the World Series games. So it's almost like the international division is really the World Series, and then we play the winner of that. That's one way to say it. It should be. The, the, the joke that Jim and I make is it should be called the U.S. versus the World Little League World Series. Ooh. Like That's what it really should be called because of the way they format the tournament is the championship is, the, is a team from the United States – versus a team from the rest of the world. And I I don't have an issue with the imbalance in the number of teams that are represented. So there's 20 teams that make it to Williamsport in the Little League World Series. Ten of them are from the United States. The rest of the ten are from the rest of the world. I don't have an issue with that because, as you said, I think if you break down the numbers, that's probably a fair ratio in terms of how many Little League charters there are internationally versus I know the United States. I know where you're going with this what the issue I take with it is that the US is guaranteed a spot in the finals in my opinion once you get those 20 teams they should be mixed up in one bracket so the the final is not guaranteed to have a United States team in it I, I have no issue with the with the 10 from the United States 10 from the world because again I think the ratio is is right there I don't think it's not fair is not the right word, but I don't like the fact that the United States automatically is guaranteed a spot in the finals. Honestly, part of that I bet is for TV. I think that it would not get as much coverage if it did if the finals was Curacao versus Japan or or something like that. But that's my only issue with a tournament that I absolutely love is the way they give the United States an advantage. Hello, caller on the air. <laughs> I mean, you look at it, Jerry. If it, if you're looking at how many teams there are, based on the other, you know, all the other countries that are involved, how many teams are involved, and how far apart are they geographically? In the United States, you can drive two or three hours, and in Europe, you'd be across a couple countries. So, you can have teams spread out across the United States, and I bet it's comparable geographically to all the other countries that have teams, and how many or how, bring teams to the, the World Series. And actually had the opportunity to get there. I bet the numbers are pretty pretty close. That and will spread out. That that does not solve. And I'm going to go nice try, Vince. But that's not the point. Is we are both fine with all those teams that we have ten of the twenty teams because of our big geographical area. We understand right. that. But the, the, once the, one once the, we're here. Once they get here, it should be one bracket, and the USA shouldn't mm -hmm. be guaranteed to be in the finals. That's all we're saying. I, I, agree. I totally agree with that. I'm not arguing that at all either. I, I was just going with the, the, the same number of America, you know, USA teams versus the world 
I think is actually probably works out math wise, but we have no problem yeah, with the it. Tor- the, yeah, the, the tournament should be a one on one thing. But here's an interesting question for you guys on the World Series, and this may carry over to next week. I assume with only five minutes left. Who are the only two players, Major League, to do the Triple Crown of World Series? The Little League, the College, and the Professional World Series. Hmm. Wow. He what? Wo- it's a, it's a him, and he won all three of those things. There's two two players in the history of Major League Baseball have done all three and won all three. Wow. Um. By the way, Jerry, we can't forget. We we've, we've got to get our caller, our guest at three, three, uh, three right, three sports, and only play right-handed. Now Vince has got another question on the table. That's a oh, that was killing me. That's why I kind of kept it short earlier. I was trying to think of that question. <laughs> that was a good one. Let's hear it, Jerry. Oh, okay, so here are the three sports that can only be played right-handed. Uh, number one is field hockey. Uh, now, the huh. part of that that's a little bit weird is that the stick, there's only right-handed field hockey sticks. So you can be left-handed, but you have to play with a right-handed stick. So you're basically forced to play uh. with your non-dominant hand. But but field hockey is one of them. Okay. Huh. Uh, for safety reasons, polo can only, is only be, can only be played right-handed. Polo. Wow. Yeah, and this like is to prevent or water polo, horse, uh, horse polo, because it's it's horse to prevent yeah. head-on collisions. Okay, so that and that's basically field hockey on horses. But go ahead. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> to attempt to it's the idea with it is to attempt to prevent head-on collisions uh, between a red a right-handed and a left-handed player. Wow, what a great yeah. what a great reason and concept. The yeah. third one is a sport that I know the name of, but I don't know much about it. And I'm I'm ninety five percent sure I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. I believe it's pronounced Hyalai. Hyalai is the, na- is the name Hi-Li. of the sport. Um that it can also only be played right handed. And my read of it is it has something to do with the where the walls are placed and how the game works is it wouldn't make sense for there to be a wall for the, for a player to not use their right hand. Or something right. along. Uh, I'll tell you, lines. Jerry. I've been to a highlight game or highlight match. I guess you would call it. It doesn't. Anyways, <laughs> crazy. It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy that's on the list. That's kind of fun. <laughs> it was. Is it highlight a little bit popular in? What, what's the reason why highlight is known for Florida? Maybe it, it, it originates in Cuba. Is that is that is that true? Sounds like it. Huh. I mean, that's a guess. That's a big guess. Jerry's highlight from Cuba. Is that why uh, it's so famous in Florida? It started in Spain and then became popular in Cuba. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one for sure. But uh, well, that was a, that's some fun facts right there. Look at that. I love it. There's a lot of facts this week. <laughs> Thanks, Vince. We're, we're going to start signing off here. Appreciate the calls. You're, Always. We we. Uh, yeah. We all right, so, Jer. I have Go ahead. of time. I have the answer to Vince's question. <laughs> what was his question again? So his question were oh yeah. The the, only, Go yeah, ahead. His question was who are the only players to have? I, I don't know if he said won or competed in the Little League World Series, the College World Series, and the Major League World Series. They won them all. 
I yeah. think. So there's three players that have done it. Two players have won it. So uh, three Jason pl- Veritz. Go ahead. Jason Veritek, Ed Vosberg, and Michael Conforto, all three of them have played in all three. Uh, off of the names, I know I would. I know Veritek is one of the ones that have that has won it. I don't know who the other one is though. Offhand, hmm. it's it's either Ed Vosberg or Michael Conforto. I just don't know who they played for, um, so I can't I can't place hmm. it. But yeah, there was a lot of good trivia on the sports phone today. I really That's fun stuff. I, I, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be a trend. Yeah, we'll see. People we'll asking. See uh, sure. We we invite people to ask. Oh, by the way, uh, Fort Bragg won their first football game, thirty-seven nothing against Healdsburg. Nice, nice, nice. nice. I'm still right, wanting. We're, we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, so we will be back next week. Uh, that will be the fourth of September, and we'll have some announcements about upcoming uh, updates uh, to the schedule for the sports phone. We'll talk about those next week um, on September fourth. Uh, but I'll leave it at that for now since I know we got to wrap it up here. Uh, Jim, it's a pleasure, as always. I had a really good time. Thanks, everyone, for calling in and listening uh, in on the sports phone. Um, and we look forward to being back next week. So thanks, everybody, for calling in and listening. All right, Jerry. You, you did, did you get all, Jerry, did you get all the answers to all the questions? Yes, I believe we got them all out. No, I so said, did you, did you get them all yourself? Except for the Shaq one, because oh, that's I, right. we, we yeah, were asking yeah. that question. All right, that's it for the sports phone. Uh, Saturday evening, um, Saturday Sunday evening jazz coming up. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.